Welcome to another episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, or AshleyCaprice.com and never miss an episode. And I would love it if you rate and review as well. This is a podcast where we focus on affirmations, motivation, girl power, and girl talk. Today, I'm speaking with a filmmaker who went from homelessness and heartbreak to her greatest opportunity. Talk about not giving up, right? We'll get into it after this. are two of the most powerful words and what you say after shapes your reality girls be sure to look in the mirror say i love you to yourself and say an affirmation for the day today's i am affirmation is i am in control i am in control Now, when we think of control, we don't want anyone else to control us, right? We just can't stand that word. It just sounds so bad. Ooh, controlling, you know, you just left in a controlling relationship. Who wants to talk about control? What I've realized the past few weeks is that God is in control of everything. And I am in control of myself. I am in control of my destiny. You know, the God within me speaks to me about what I should do and what I should not do. You know, that intuition. We got to listen to it. We are in control. Tap into yourself so that you can be in control. I've been meditating on, you know, still discipline and self-control for the year. And I, I looked at my journal recently and I was like, oh my goodness. Like every few months I would bring up my diet and fitness and I really need to get this in order. I am in control of what I put in my body and I'm realizing that I sometimes get triggered off of certain things and when I do I'm like oh my god I just want some chocolate or I just want some french fries. So realize that. Realize what it is that's making you crave the bad food or to talk to that person you shouldn't be talking to anymore or to do the thing that you're not supposed to do. The thing that tempts you. When you feel tempted, why? Why do you feel tempted? What's triggering you to feel that way? I know with me, I've been trying to have a better diet with my health and my wealth. And they go hand in hand. Like I literally almost straight up almost had a panic attack in the store a few weeks ago because I'm trying to save money. So I need to build a better relationship with money. And my butt... I'm over there like chest getting tight, throat getting tight because I'm about to spend money. And I was like, what is going on? I went to the car. I did some breathing exercises and I was all good until I went to the next door and same thing happened. And I talked to a couple people and they were like, yeah, that's a real thing. Like you probably just were a little anxious because, you know, one part of you is saying, oh, I'm going to save money. I'm going to do better. And another part is spending like I I've had to research this and look up articles, and this is a real thing, money anxiety. I'm like, my goodness, but I still need my food. So I'm I'm in the process of building a healthier relationship with money and with food. For a minute, I used to spend a lot of money on food, 
and would throw a lot of it away. So, you know, it's been a process, but I know that I am in control. I am in control of how much I'm spending at these places. I'm in control of what I'm eating or what I'm not eating. I'm in control of my own savings and budget. I am in control. You are in control. Whatever that thing is that you are struggling with, you are in control of that. Yes, we're going to pray. Okay, we're going to pray all day. But besides prayer, what action step can we take to be in control of it? Right? Besides me praying, God, you know, I need that self-discipline, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I'm, I'm about to eat all this food or I don't feel like working out or something like that. Instead, just do something. Research if you have to about your your anxiety or your stresses and what can help you, you know? Do the exercise and see how you feel afterwards. My main thing is dance. If you follow my Go Girl podcast page on Instagram, you'll see I'll post some clips of me dancing sometimes because why not that's my main form of exercise but I know that I'm in control of my body I'm in control of my mind right I'm in control of my spirit that's why I make sure my spirit is all right with God right I make sure my mind is good I say my affirmations and everything but woo child that food (laughs) and the money to spend on that food I'm I'm getting it together because it's the end of the year and this is the perfect time to lay the foundation down and and continue to set it up for life and you know not waiting for a new year new resolutions new goals new me I'm like I'm starting now so that by the end of 2020 I'm like yes I was able to purchase this purchase that do this do that look good while doing it all right that's my goals for myself So start thinking about those things right now. You are in control. So make sure you say your affirmation today. Look in the mirror, girl, when you can. And just say, I am in control. You got this. That's why I love this next guest that I'm bringing in because she realized that after heartbreak, after going through homelessness, she gives the tools and the tips that she used to get back in control of her life and her destiny, and what's for her. All right, we'll get into some girl talk after this. I'm so excited to have girl talk with filmmaker and director Nicole Cecilia. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ashley. I really appreciate you having me on. What's up, guys? (laughs) So she and I met, we did a, like a TV interview, right? With Angelique, who was on a previous episode uh, about elevating your life. And uh, Nicole was there. Were you directing that day or no? Were you being interviewed? Yes, we did meet that day. No, I wasn't directing. Actually, she was uh, just interviewing me, Mm -hmm. but I brought my partner, one of my partners along also, and he was doing some um, production work for them. Got it. Okay. Well, tell me about your career and how you got here, because I read something that said you were on the verge of homelessness, which led you to your greatest opportunity. And now you're a filmmaker and director. Talk to us about that. Yes. So, you know, I really believe in synchronicity, uh, divine timing and following and paying attention to signs. So, you know, I was in a situation with my ex, you know, husband where I, he left the home, you know, he's my, he's my good friend, so I don't want to bash him, (laughs) but you know, he left the home and he was the primary um, provider Mm -hmm. at the time. 
So he leaves and it forced me and put me in a situation where I needed to find employment, immediate employment. So I began job searching, you know, I couldn't find anything. And randomly, I clicked on this link and there was a, the perfect office job around the corner from my house. So I go there, I am interviewed, I get the job. And one of my coworkers actually tells me, you know, he asks me what I wanted to be and do with my life. And I told him I wanted to be a director. And he tells me he has access to a production studio. Wow. A full production studio. And not only does he have access to it, it's only a few minutes from where we worked at. Wow. So obviously, yes. Mm -hmm. Something just clicked inside of me and I knew I had to go there. So I went. I started interning at that studio and received a lot of hands-on learning. And now I am making my own projects. See, and it all started from you speaking up, first of all, and and telling someone what you really want to do. And then the doors just opened for you, right? Yes. And you know what, too? It's, uh, you know, the situation, you know, going through a divorce and a hard time, a breakup that I, at the time, just felt devastating. It was, you know, a huge loss in my life. And, you know, at the time, there would be times when I struggled with hopelessness. Mm. But even though that relationship was ending, you know, a marriage, somebody who I thought I would be with forever, it was actually opened new doors for me to the life of my dreams. Wow. And speak on that. Is that because when you were in the relationship, you were relying more on him. And now without him, you had to rely more on yourself. Yeah, Girl, exactly. So I was more dependent on him. You know, um, I got married at a young age. I was with with this person from about 15. I met him at 14. Um, And he was the, you know, he was a breadwinner. He did everything, you know, as far as paying all the bills, taking care of all of the major responsibilities. You know, I was um, having, you know, I had two, we had two children together. So I was pretty much a home, uh, a home take, you know, just taking care of the home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I still practice spirituality and was very interested in films and filmmaking, but I was so content with just taking care of the home and being a wife and being, you know, a full-time mother that, you know, all my other interests really were put to the side because, you know, I was putting all of my energy and devoting everything into my home. Mm. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, not at all. You know, I was watering what I thought would last However, I do think it's important for women that even if that's what we are, homemakers, to still uh, pursue our passions, you know, the world needs our gifts. Yes, say that again, because I feel like a lot of women do become, um, you know, they feel like maybe their passion is their children or their husband or their family. And it's like, no, your passion lies within you. It's something that you really want to do. But you have to really tap into that. And I'm sorry that you got a divorce and then it all happened. Do you think there's anything that you can tell women on how they can 
balance or find passion while being married instead of losing themselves? Because we tend to lose ourselves in relationships sometimes. Girl, yeah. You know, just to keep it real. <laughs> and then we break up and we're like, oh my God, life is grand and amazing. Really? No, 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 no. I want it to be grand and amazing while having a partner. Are there any tips that you can give to uh, women in relationships or, or marriages on how to stay true to who they are without losing ourselves in a relationship. Oh, absolutely. Like the one thing I would say is picking your partner is vital. Mm -hmm. You know, picking your spouse. You need to, you know, you need to have somebody, if that's your partner, who balances you out and who believes in your visions, in your dreams, in your goals, even if it's something small. You know, you like making cupcakes, you like baking or whatever you like grooming animals whatever the passion is or interest it can be that hobby that turns into a passion mm -hmm. to have somebody in your corner who believes in you who motivates you encourages you and loves you that way that can still be fostered because I think a lot of times when we're in relationships we give all of ourselves to the other person yeah. and their interests become the number one um is what we're watering we we forget about ourselves and we start to water and foster their passions especially mm -hmm. as women we like to build our men up which right. is a great thing but if the man isn't building you up as much as you're building him up then that's an unbalanced equation and that's going to have a harder time sustaining so find a partner and a man who wants to see you win as much as he wants to win himself. That's a word. That is yes. a word. Yeah, it's, it's very true. And it's because, you know, women, we're nurturing. So and we want everyone to be happy. And we put ourselves last a lot of times. As, as long as everyone else is happy, then we're happy. But what about us being happy first and then taking care of everyone else? You know, like... Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then we won't resent it because instead we give and give and give and then you start resenting it because. Yes. You girl, you get burnt out. You mm -hmm. know, you just get emotionally, psychologically and spiritually drained. Right. You know, and at that point you ain't doing nobody any good. Right. Not just, oh, you, you're done. <laughs> you're like, oh my yes, God. Exactly. And then you want to blame it on him when it's like, no, well, what could I have done? <laughs> exactly. Because at the end of the day, we're grown women. Right. We need to speak for what we want. You know, we can't expect a man or whoever it is to be a mind reader. Mm -hmm. You know, no, you know, everyone got their own thing going on in their head. You know, like we have to be the one to vocalize our wants, our needs, you know, and our desires. Absolutely. So while you were in your relationship, did you know at that time that you wanted to be a filmmaker and director and you just put it to the side or how did that come about? I did, but I didn't take it seriously mm. because, you know, in this industry, it's a male dominated industry, which things are changing, you know, shout out to all the women filmmakers out there. Yes. Um, Ava Giverne, I actually just went to her studio yesterday, oh, wow. her studio array. Yes. Um, she huh. directed a wrinkle in time. Uh -huh. um, 
and she's really shaking things up in the industry. But I went to her studio yesterday to screen a film by another really influential filmmaker who was part of the French New Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, a huge inspiration of mine, and she recently passed away. Her name was Agnes Verda. Mm-hmm. Um, but my point is, there, you know, it was a male dominated industry, and it still is. But so I didn't take it seriously. You know, it was like a lavish dream of mine mm-hmm. to create um, works of art. Um, because I was, you know, growing up, I was inspired watching films. That was my real teacher in life Mm -hmm. because I didn't have many role models or mentors in my life at all, pretty much none. Mm -hmm. So when I watched films, that's where I learned a lot of um, teachings about morality and uh, just so many different, um, so many different things that it inspired me to want to do it. But I thought, hey, I'm, you know, I'm a mother, I have two children, and I'm a black and Latina woman. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, who are you joking here? You know, wow. <laughs> that's yeah. not going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. But like I said, through really through destiny, um, I was led to my calling. It seems like to you, and I feel like a lot of people, we think our dreams are um, untouchable. Like, we can't touch it. It's so far away. Exactly. Like you said, okay, well, I'm a Black and Latina woman. I got children. Like, I probably can't do that, but you're doing it. How did you break your your thoughts down, the negative self-talk, to just do it instead of getting in your own way? Because we always, it seems like a lot of us always get in our own way and talk about why we can't do something instead of, speaking of, why we can do it and how we can do it. How did you get out of your own way? Well, I think it's important to have a strong spiritual foundation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking a religious foundation. I'm talking about having a connection to some higher power, whether you're not, you know, whatever your beliefs are, you, you know, it doesn't have to be you think of God in a monotheistic way, like some people do, you can think of it as um, a connection with nature. Yeah. You know, whatever you can do to connect to that source. So I had always, even in my marriage, um, especially towards the end, started really connect, you know, strengthening my relationship with the creator, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my appreciation and love for nature, for being outdoors, for the sun that provides us energy mm-hmm. and strength. And I really started tuning into that, really started calling on my ancestors um, and really started opening up my heart to those energies, mm-hmm. you know, as well as doing the best I could to be a really kind person and to treat other people with um, love and respect. So my talk, you know, and my doubts about, you know, the possibility of actualizing my dreams started to manifest as I started to strengthen that relationship. Mm -hmm. So I think that is key because when you don't have anything to believe in in this world, because people will let you down, but when you don't have anything other than another human being, 
to rely on, that's a dangerous thing because when they let you down and it's just you alone with your mind and your heart and whatever space, and if you don't have anything to believe in, that's where, you know, you can start making choices and really, you know, lose yourself. And Mm -hmm. I think once you do that, it makes it so much harder to even attain those goals. Yeah. So that strong spiritual foundation, I think, is a must. This is very true. So what was your first step then when you said, okay, I need to stop thinking this way? Or what did you do first? Did you embrace nature first? Like, did you walk outside on the grass and or go to the beach and get that sunlight, take a hike, start praying? What did you do first to get into your spiritual journey and healing? Yes, it was nature. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, to be on, I'm going to be completely honest. So I had a death in my family, which was my sister. Mm-hmm. And she passed away suddenly the night, the eve of her birthday, wow. her 28th birthday, which mm-hmm. is about my age now. Yeah. Um, and it was a shock. It was unbelievable, unbelievable and heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So after that, I went through a severe depression and I started to um, use cannabis. After that, because I had heard so many things and I didn't really agree with, um, you know, the prescription um, pills at the time Mm -hmm. uh, prescribed by the doctors. So I started using cannabis and going outside and reading Mm. and I would throw a blanket out underneath the tree and I would just walk outside barefoot and be in silence without my phone, without anything and Mm. just really take a moment to reflect and enjoy um, what was out there. And Mm -hmm. it started to heal me. Yeah, It really started to have a positive effect on my life. And so through that healing is how my mind um, started to open my heart my ambitions and I realized you know that uh, that God source energy that moon and that sun um, this nature my ancestors Mm -hmm. were actually within me and a part of me you know and when Mm -hmm. that started happening I felt powerful I felt like you know what I can do anything if that anyone else can do, and there is nothing in my way, there's no obstacles, as long as I can continue to grow and lead my life with an open heart and mind, that it was possible for me. All things are possible. And I'm so happy. Absolutely. Yes. I'm so happy that you found what grounds you. Because I feel like, yeah, this Girl, we see Instagram and social media and so many people calling out for attention in other ways, or we see people just acting out sometimes. And I believe that everyone just needs love or everyone needs that, that spirituality, that higher power to figure out who they are and how to just stay grounded. So I'm glad that you found that within you. And you took the first step, just going out into nature and then just continuing to do what makes you feel good. Because when you feel good, you start to attract good. 
and you started attracting absolutely exactly what you need in your life and is attracting what you really want in your life with your career so props to you girl or go girl thank you <laughs> yes thank you absolutely awesome. and for you taking your pain and turning it around like with the divorce and the unfortunate passing of your sister just taking those heavy loads because that's heavy and for it you is. to continue on and you know pursue your dream wow and you know what I don't want people to think I don't struggle still even with those things because mm -hmm. I do okay mm -hmm. I do I go through grief still I miss my sister still she knows she will never physically be here yeah. I still have a uh, grief and certain disappointments about having this failed um, marriage and relationship mm -hmm. you know struggling to maintain and co-parent with this individual you know so i still struggle with that you know you can you might see me on the ground everything looks fine peachy mm -hmm. but you know the truth is that we're not always happy we still struggle with these things but it's not the point is we're all struggling with them yeah. but it's what we do with that struggle that's really going to determine the outcome of our lives Absolutely. Understand that. And and talk about understanding your pain and your challenges. Like we go through something and we think it's the end of the world sometimes. Talk about just understanding it and going through it and becoming better on the other side. Yes. You know, it's, I think that, you know, sometimes we have a tendency when we are feeling really sad to feel that we are alone and that no one else is experiencing the situation. Mm -hmm. But it's important to understand that there are millions of people, every single person is experiencing something that is painting, that is some kind of, um, that they wish could be improved, but that they may not necessarily be able to improve themselves it can be existential or internal you know crises um so i think it's important to realize like that you that other people there are other people out there who are experiencing what you are mm -hmm. and you know to really find i think that you're saying it's key to find some outlet that's yeah. healthy you know, to, to aid in that healing process, you know, because you're not alone. And mm -hmm. another thing is I used to not be an advocate for um, prescription medication. I still think, you know, that the, the industry, um, the pharmaceutical industry is dangerous and you should be careful. Yeah. But with people suffering from severe depression, mm -hmm. you, you know, I think it's, better to take um, multiple approaches, you know, um, to preserve your mental health. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that, um, you know, another thing is we can all be a little bit kinder. Right, right. I think that a lot of times, too, a lot of people have a tendency when they are suffering, they're in pain, they lash out and they treat other people um, in negative ways. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very detrimental to your well-being. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You know, I think it's always, you know, always do the best you can that no matter what you're going through in life, you try to treat other people with kindness and respect because I think that's when the vibration starts to grow, that energy really mm-hmm. starts to grow and things start to manifest when you never wish bad on other people because of your suffering. Yes. And plus it'll come back to you. Just just always absolutely try your best to always be a good person. I mean a lot of bad things happen in good people sometimes, but I mean just because you're a good person doesn't mean bad things will not happen to you. But Oh yeah. You, know, you know, like girl it happened there and that's <laughs> life. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm understanding that it is a beautiful struggle. Yeah. Life is a beautiful struggle, you know, um, that's life. The things that you can't control, mm-hmm. the things that are, you know, that like my sister passing away, I could, I had no control over that. Right. However, you know, that is life, you know, and now I don't fear death. Mm. I don't fear, you know, I don't fear things coming to an end because without an end, there's no beginning. Right. Mm, that's deep. D- and yes. so your sister's death helped you to not fear death anymore? Exactly. Because, yeah. you know, after going through the stages and battling, mm. it gave me a greater appreciation and respect for life mm. and for every living thing to know that at any moment that can be taken away from you yeah you know and just to appreciate that and not to necessarily fear um not to fear the unknown like mm-hmm. i don't i have an immense amount of faith yes i don't fear the unknown instead i'm doing what i can to manifest what i desire mm-hmm. and knowing that what is meant for me will come my way and what isn't you know right. it's just to let that be and just let it be. Let it be. I love that. Now you said in uh, a caption, I read some of your Instagram captions and one of them, you say you can have all the money in the world, but if you're not rich in spirit, you'll always be broke in my eyes. Yes. I love that. Yes. And that goes yes. for it, for anyone in your life because Girl. you're <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> Listen, yes. People, people will flash the cars, flash the clothes, flash all of that. It's like, okay, that's cute. Now let's talk some real stuff. <laughs> you know, what's your spirit yes. like? You know, that matters the most for sure. Absolutely. And I think, you know, especially as women, it's hard because um, a lot of women, like we're so dependent on men and that's how we were taught um, through gen- generationally, you know, yeah. the man is the provider, whatnot. And that also grew in some aspects, I think, more in the 21st century of just um, women chasing after men for the wrong things, Mm -hmm. you know, um, to take care of them or whatever the situation would be, maybe like a materialism, which Mm -hmm. is like, especially at this point in time, is a huge issue, just people following and chasing materialism, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think when you do that, you're always going to fail because you are not being true to your authentic self. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of people I know with money who have tons of money. And to me, I'm like, is that mine? 
Is that <laughs> right. in my pocket? Right. Is that helping me? Is that investing in my business? Mm-hmm. Then it's not my business, okay? Like if it has, <laughs> if mm-hmm. that is not helping, so I don't count other people's pockets because I know just because someone else has money, that has nothing to do with you. Exactly. And just because they have money doesn't mean that they're a good person. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, we have to find things out the hard way. And I've, I've had to learn there has been, have been people who I've admired and respected who were wealthy, you know, and maybe we admire someone's work or whatever it may be, or just people we know and they have money. So we just see them as success. Mm-hmm. You know, they are success. They have money. They made it. But to me, if you have financial success, monetary success, but spiritual, you're spiritually um, deficient, then to me, you are not wealthy. Mm -hmm. And that is not wealth in my eyes. You know, true wealth comes from the inside out. And when you can have uh, financial riches on top of that, to me, you know, that is when you really have made it. Yes, that's when you've made it. Because we see it a lot, especially in this industry. You know, I work in the entertainment industry, and so do you with filmmaking. And we'll run into people who have it all, financially maybe. But spiritually, it's not intact so much. Talk no. about <laughs> <laughs> Talk about some of those challenges in the industry, though, being a woman in this male-dominated industry you mentioned earlier, about you being this filmmaker, um, you know, how do men perceive you? Or even women, you went to this fabulous event yesterday and, you know, surrounded by other women directors. How is it being a woman in this industry? Well, you know, I think it's it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Um you know, like we're saying, some women are going after men for the wrong things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that has had any kind of effect um, on, you know, their mental state. But I think men are a lot more apprehensive to help you because as you're female, because they're worried that you might have some ulterior motives. Oh, wow. So hmm. it's like they're not necessarily opening the doors for you because mm-hmm. they're scared. Mm-hmm. They're scared of what, um, what you know, your real agenda is, which is unfortunate, you know, especially when you're coming with positive intention. Right. So, yeah. So that's why I think it's important for like the event I went to yesterday at Array um, by mm-hmm. Ava, um, mm-hmm. celebrating another beautiful female filmmaker. Yeah. I miss because Ava really, honestly, I just give her so much credit. This event was like in nothing uh, that I've ever been to as far as it was so inclusive. Okay. You know, she opened her own production studio mm-hmm. and it primarily features films of by women of color um, and for women um, and men, of course, but mm-hmm. um, film by filmmakers of uh, women, female filmmakers. Mm-hmm. And the space is so inviting. Uh, everyone there was welcoming, friendly, awesome. you know, we were talking, yes. um, you know, just connecting with each other, sharing ideas and visions. It felt like a safe space, but I think that has to do with her, mm-hmm. her mentality of um, giving other women the opportunity to create. 
you know, not being afraid. A lot of us, you know, it's like we don't want to help another woman because it's like we're afraid they're going to outshine us, outdo Mm -hmm. us, or whatever it is Mm -hmm. our insecurity is. Mm -hmm. But it's like there is enough resources to go around. We all are telling a different story. You know, we all might be filmmakers or whatever it may be, musicians, whatever, but we're all telling a different story, singing a different song. Um, So I think that her opinion, like her perspective, is why not give other people the opportunity to tell a story that I'm not telling, Mm -hmm. you know, compared to uh, men who are guarded and really on the defense about who they open their arms to and who they share these resources with, hmm. you know, because to be real, I, you know, I've rubbed shoulders with a few. And I think if I was a man that they would have um, helped out a lot more. Than That's they so did. sad. That's it so sad. really is. It really is because my whole goal is to create meaningful works of art that people can, that really touch their heart, mm-hmm. but that could also create revenue to help others. Yeah. So to me, it's like the more we link up, the more we are able to do for each other as a community. Mm-hmm. See, you know, and- as a, and as a society, that's how we build each other up. Exactly. Instead of tearing each other down. But for Ava... Yeah you know, for her to have this event and, you know, and to open it up for other women directors, you all have different stories that you're sharing and that you're telling, you know, Ava talks a lot about the black experience with, um, you know, we had when they see us, her Netflix show, like she has a lot of great stories out there, which is incredible. And then, you know, other women directors will have their own stories. So there's no competition. Exactly. creating and uplifting each other speaking of and then we'll have to wrap up speaking of let's talk about your project you have one coming out called finished from the start the christopher williams story tell me some um tell me about that yeah so it's about the prison industrial complex um but more specifically an individual named christopher williams he was the in prison at 19. He is now 38 and spent 18 years wow. in prison for selling narcotics. Wow. Um, you know, our criminal justice system is broken and completely flawed. At this point, it is inhumane and cruel to keep somebody who, you know, was selling drugs at 19 years old in prison for the rest of their life. I mean, you remember where you were at 19, what kind of choices you were making. You might not have been selling drugs. Right. You didn't have it all figured out. Right. Right. So um, this, I just, this needs to change and things are changing in our country Mm -hmm. and a in a positive way, not only through um, the arts um, and our ability now to market ourselves for whatever projects or we desire, but for social justice and change. So we have um, people like Alexandria Costa Ortez, um, who mm. are, and other politicians who are coming out and saying, you know, like Bernie Sanders, Jill Stein, that enough is enough. You know, it's time, it's time for us to 
just because something was established before we were even born doesn't mean it should continue if it doesn't work for us where we're at now. Mm -hmm. And I think with our prison system, that's one of the key issues that things have to make sense. Yeah. You know, and if it doesn't make sense, we should do away with it. So I was really fortunate enough to fly to Philly and film this documentary. And I'm really, really looking forward to sharing it with you all. And when can people see the documentary? I don't know the exact date. It will be out. But you can keep up to date with all my work by visiting my website at NicoleCeciliaFilm.com. And, yeah, just check, you know, check out my latest work on there. Or if you need to contact me, you can also contact me through the website. And how can people, do you want to put out your Instagram? How can people follow you on Instagram? Sure, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, Nicole.Cecilia is my Instagram. That's Nicole.C-E-C-I-L-A. And I answer all my DMs, questions. And I just love, you know, social media can really be a detrimental thing. Mm-hmm. But it could also be so positive as far as the connections we make, you mm-hmm. know, and Cutting out that middle man. So mm-hmm. definitely hit me up because I'm always available and willing and ready to collaborate or, you know, just have an intellectual and enlightened conversation. There you go. Well, Nicole, yes. thank you so much for uh, some girl talk today. I mean, we got thank real. Thank you so much. Ash. <laughs> yes. And you go, girl. I cannot wait to see your documentary and congratulations on everything from going from a heartbreak to almost homelessness to now living out your dreams. Congratulations and go Thank girl. Thank you so much, Ash. I really appreciate it. And you go girl, congrats and big up on what you're doing, woman. I got my eyes on you. <laughs> Thank you. Look, we're going to have to work together, girl. <laughs> really? Really <laughs> Now it is time for music motivation. Motivation. Keep the dream alive, don't let it die. It's something deep inside, keeps inspiring you to try. Don't stop and never give up, don't ever give up on you. Don't give up. Man, I was going to sing out because I felt it in my spirit, like I was really going to do a good job with that song, but... I'll leave that to Miss Yolanda Adams. That is from her 2001 album called Believe. And give props to her. Girl, girl, shout out. Congratulations. All of that. Because she just won the Lady of Soul Awards at the Soul Train Awards. And you know she did her thing in that performance. The lady can sing. And she's gorgeous. She's just an amazing spirit. But that song right there, the best line to me is don't give up on you. Now my guest had her relationship and her heartbreak where uh, the man left, pretty much gave up on a relationship and she was giving up on herself in the relationship like some of us tend to do, but we cannot give up on ourselves because God won't give up on us, right? Am I preaching or am I preaching? So don't give up on you. If you have that dream that keeps on tugging at your heartstrings, that keeps on saying, hey, you know, you, you took a break from me for a while and you did your own thing. You did something else for a long time, but now it's time to come back to what you really want to do. I'm here still, right? Then go for it. Why not at least give it a try? There are so many things that if we at least try, 
we will accomplish that goal, no matter how long it takes, because we are putting so much of our energy towards it. It's like, yes, so it's going to work out. Just keep going for it. Whatever it is that what you really, truly want to do in your life, just do it. And I know I make it sound so easy because it's not. Hello. I say this all the time. Go Girl took about 13 years. Acting took since I was about five, six years old. And I'm just now doing both of those things. But I feel so happy and so grateful that I got to this space. And I never want to leave this space, you know, to entertain and empower all the time. Yes my life, my calling. So whatever it is that you are called to do, no matter if you think, oh my God, people are going to look at me crazy because I'm doing this. So what? Who cares what those people think? Oh my gosh, but I spend so much time doing this other thing. So what? If that's not what you really want to do, why waste any more time on it? Do what you want to do. Never give up. Keep going after it. Keep trying. Keep giving your all. Keep doing your best because you can do it, girl. You can do it. My guest also had to leave this relationship, the comfort of her home, to realize what was still deep on the inside of her. To be a director, filmmaker. And she's going after it. She's doing it. And no matter her circumstances, she never gave up. And listen to the whole song when you have a chance. Yolanda Adams, that was actually the very last song that I played on my college radio show. I was a a senior and my dad called in to my show and he was like, yeah, you know, just one song I want to request. And he said, Yolanda Adams, never give up. I'm like, what? Okay. I played it and it was true. I didn't give up. I pursued my radio career. I accomplished that. And now it's time to do more. So I, I just have good memories with that song. I wanted to share that song with you to also tell you, girl, never give up. People are watching you. You're inspiring other people with your unique gifts and talents and sharing with other people and how to, how to do it and how to learn from it and serve other people and keep learning, keep growing, keep going. All right. Now that wraps up this episode of the Go Girl podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening. Please, please, please be sure to rate and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or you could catch up on all the shows and subscribe on ashleycaprice.com. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at I am Ashley Caprice or at Go Girl Podcast. It gets real over there. I post a lot of self-love tips and a lot of tips about um, having a healthier relationship with yourself and with other people, signs to look out for when it comes to other people, whether it's friendships or relationships. So please be sure to follow. That's at Go Girl Podcast on Instagram. I appreciate you so much for listening. I just want to say next week is Thanksgiving, so I will not do a show next week. But I want to thank you because I'm super grateful for you for listening, uh, for giving me feedback, for letting me know your thoughts, and for always supporting. I so appreciate you. Make sure you get your grub on. And, you know, I was talking about food earlier. I'm going to try to stay disciplined at the uh, Thanksgiving table when it comes to my dinner. So we'll see. I'll let you know how that goes. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. I'm getting out of here. But before I go, when it comes to your Thanksgiving dinner, when it comes to your life, remember, I am in control. You got this. You go, girl.